Fuck one beer, man. Fuck That's, one beer, can't man. Do it, man. It's, it's not real. It's always just one beer. <laughs> it, it is. Oh, you're my dog. You know that? You're my fucking beer. Baby, I fucking you. love you, Daddy's got you. I fucking love you. Fuck one beer. Fuck one beer. Dude, it, man. It's, not oh, real. it's always just one beer. <laughs> it is. One beer. One beer. One beer. Ah. It's not real for us. No, it's not. The it's real word is really talking truth, man. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking see you turning me on. You're turning me on a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, welcome back, guys. Uh, episode four. Yeah, that's going to be the uh, the no beer episode four. Yeah. Because uh, we've so, proven that we can't even have one. Yeah. So last episode, we talked a lot about how well everything was going. And Kevin managed to go out and like have a night where he had a couple of drinks and came home and everything went okay. We got pretty fucking pumped up about that. The day after, we tried to test the theory. And it was suffice it to say that we, we fucking failed miserably. So this is like... We're a little more morose rolling into the beginning of this one. Yeah. A little embarrassed, you know, considering how excited and, and well things were going and, and all the shit we talked about, how this is the way. So, you know, just one beer is, is this is no, it's no more beers. It's no more beers. And that's a, that's a real life thing now for us. And it, day by day still, but like hard stance, no more beers. The cockiness that you and I had around it, because I came home and I was like, yeah, man, it's possible. Like we can do just one beer. I just did two. Like we're not that bad and then we tested it well I, like i was already out yeah like i was out with zero we went to karaoke we had wings and i was feeling good man i really was like i and i was confident i'm like yeah man I'm, we're totally fine and then you said you're gonna come out so you met us at the bar where the karaoke was at and then you're like okay well fuck it i'm gonna have a beer yeah it looked like it was going yeah, i know man it really was and then how many did you have i don't know like when did it turn probably the first sip i took of that first beer. <laughs> <laughs> 100% honest yeah, it, uh, it was I like, know, I was like I'm just going to have a draft with clam, you know, like yeah. a beer and clam, like watch a little bit of karaoke, fucking couple homies rolled in we hadn't seen in a while, and then it just, yeah. Snowballed. <clears throat> Snowballed, shit-faced. Yeah. As per standard lately, that turned into a, just an absolute week of pain and, and fucking suffering that like nobody is prepared to deal with at this point, especially after doing a complete and full rebuild. <laughs> Like yeah, and that's why I didn't want to get too while. too preachy about being sober in the first couple because it's still pretty new. We were pretty preachy. We're a little preachy, man. But yeah. like this, I, just, we were just this really stoked. Just man. goes to show that growth ain't linear. And we got all hopped up, and we're doing this pod, and it's, we're doing therapy, and we're you know getting in touch with the animal that's inside, and then all of a sudden it's you get excited, and I can't remember if we touched on this in the the first episode but it was like we have a couple good days and then we're like well we sure did yeah. have a little silly yeah that's exactly and what that's what happened and then we got jacked up when we hang out yeah we and that little silly went into a three-day bender it sure did so you know for you viewers out there that are like oh man these guys are full of shit like no nah, man we're we're being the realest i've ever been and like i'm also one of the lowest i've ever been again because we decided to go out and celebrate us being sober and we fucked it right up yep 100 percent. i think the important thing to remember is that you know it is it's a it's a practice and somebody said that to me today um was that you're you're not sober because it's not who you are mm -hmm. you practice sobriety because it's something that's important to you and it's something you have to keep practicing to be good at i don't want to spend too much time on this for the last week straight 
it's been absolute misery, bullshit, pain and suffering, which is what happens every time. And we fucking know that going into it. These exact reasons are the reasons why I don't want to do this anymore. So today was probably the first day that I had was that was reasonably good in the last week. It's been a fucking week. So gymmed real hard today. I had a really nice breakfast. I fucking did laundry. I cleaned up around the house. What, I, uh, what happened during your gym session? I screamed at the top of my lungs multiple times about nothing, <laughs> like a fucking absolute Did it caveman. Help? Yes. Did you feel better? Because it's been a week of absolute pain and suffering. Mm. And I just like I this morning, I kind of tried to get myself all pumped up. I watched the David Goggins thing, and he was actually funny enough about pain and suffering. So he was talking about you don't have to suffer every day. Mm. Like, you don't have to wallow in your shit, like, don't be a bitch. And that's why I like this guy. I appreciate him yeah. because he fucking, he tells it like it is and he doesn't want, he wants you to, to pull yourself up and out of the mess. So what he said about suffering is, is you don't have to live there, but you should visit it for an hour a day mm-hmm. for growth and learning. <clears throat> so that could be like in the gym, you're in there beating the shit out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Some like focusing on, on uh, what's giving you problems. Like, you know what's going on in your head so is he is he talking about kind of just tiptoeing in the darkness just for a little bit just to like real not relapse but relive in your head yeah what you're going through and what you're fighting to try and just dabble in it just enough to to keep it real to unpack it yeah so you're not carrying that because like if you just keep ignoring what yeah but that's what we were doing forever it was just pack it down pack it down pack it down pack it down I think that like we were definitely trying to do the right things mm-hmm. multiple times, but I don't think that we spent because uh, I remember even like a couple episodes you're talking. I was talking about wanting to learn how to meditate and shit, and yeah. you were like, "How does a man sit with that in his head?" It At- boggles my mind that I just I knowing you and I the thought of sitting still like even uh, even us recording this podcast I've got to have like a little fidget thing like I'm I'm twirling a lighter around absolutely. So the thought of actually sitting still with all that malarkey in my head. Do you want to know what? There's a word for it in, in yoga. Yeah, a technical term for malarkey? No, for the shit in your head. Oh, yeah. And okay. I learned Hit this, I learned this yeah. the other day. So I'll preface this a little bit. I went I went to the valley where all the hippies live. You had a little retreat? I did. I had a little <laughs> meditation retreat. And I went out there not to... Like, I'm not a big stretchy guy. Like, also, I'm terrible at it, obviously. <laughs> you're a big bendy guy. I'm not a big bendy guy. Well, I'm a bendy guy. But. Oh, yeah, you're bender bender. <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. Yeah. But not that form. So what interests me mostly about it is the meditation. And I've said a few times that it's something that I'm interested in and it's something that I'd like to learn how to do because I think it's going to be very beneficial in that, like Goggins was saying, getting into your head yeah. an hour a day to see what is making you suffer. And like he had a, a super cool like analogy for it. And he said like, when you die, they do an autopsy on your body, see what killed you. Mm-hmm. Do it while you're alive. Break your fucking brain open and see what's killing you while you're mm-hmm. still alive and deal with it so you can fucking move on with your shit. So <clears throat> I went out to learn how to meditate. The first thing that I said was, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this because my brain never shuts the fuck up. And they said, funny enough, <laughs> there's a term for that in sanskrit which is like the yoga language or whatever the fuck and it's called cheetah vridi and i like that name because it sounds like cheetos and doritos and shit and that's how i can <laughs> remember that with food. every time you well that's my go-to might, move yeah, is associating shit with food so it's cheetah vridi and it literally translates to mind stuff Oh, there's so much mind stuff, dude, and that's what it is. It's all stuff. Like so, when you good. when you were out there, I mean, I, I don't give a f- 
Like you're not sitting cross-legged. It's not that I fucking mat. You did the whole I fucking said, How was that? Was mat. that painful? It is uncomfortable because yeah. we're not. I feel like, people. man, if I wanted, if I wanted to meditate, like I think I'd want to be like laying down, kind of. That's fair. Like just like it's all about getting comfortable, right? The like, the re- okay, there is a reason why you're supposed to sit and you why you sit like that. Aligning your your things. Yes and no, mm-hmm. and because that's and like I mean, me and you are the same person in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I can see it on your face. You're like. Dumb. Yeah, and that's, no, I'm not even are, saying dumb. It's fine no. because in my head the whole time, and that's why we fail at this kind of shit. Agreed. And do you know why we're saying dumb? It's not because it's actually dumb. It's because there's something in the back of our head that's like we don't want to do this because it's gonna fucking hurt and it's gonna yeah, because like, it's like, gonna be to fucking real, it. man. Exactly. Yeah. So you sit that way and you have to like lengthen your spine as much as you can, and that makes you able to breathe four walls instead of just outwards in the oh, front. Shit. Right, okay, fair. your hands go on your knees, and you you have to keep your hands open as much as you can with your mm-hmm. palms up because you accept energy through the palms of your hands. I like. I don't. Is that I, not weird? It's amazing. I just the polar shift that I've seen in you since we've done this fucking man, this it adventure, has to man. Be. I are, know. I understand. I, I got mad respect for you doing that it. Like, guy that lived uh, however long ago, and him. we needed phoenixes from the ashes. So okay, so keep going. The, so your, your the, palms are up. Yeah, you have you're to take your palms up that's where you accept energy. Okay. Like good, uh, was it energy, love and abundance and energy, whatever the fuck you want to explain. All right. So, and the funny thing is you sit the same as me right now. Like, look at you. You're like this. In our normal lives, yeah, we're we are not accepting of good energy. Jay, I'm not going to walk around like this all day. I'm not saying you like, have to, I don't know, but the, while you're sitting car, here right the car now, handle real good. I'm not sure what to do with my hands. hands. All right, I'll move so, my hands. Even posture-wise, so like while they're, she's trying to explain this to me, <laughs> I'm like Gollum. <laughs> like I'm hunched the fuck over. My hands are all closed up. She's like, like, look at you. Like, yeah. what part of you right now is being receptive accepting. to this yeah, exactly. or accepting? And oh, I was like, funny. actually, like 100% zero of mm. me is accepting. So did they kind of crack into you a little bit? And you, you like, they got you to loosen up? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you could, I went all the fucking way out there to do it. Well, yeah, it's fucking well right. If you're going to do something, do it right. Exactly. Exactly. So I fucking, okay. So it is hard. It, yeah. It's like, and it's the same thing I just said about sober being a practice. Like meditation is practice, dude. Like it is, that long, is going to take years. How long did you sit there? I sat for an hour. Like in the same position? Yeah. Okay, Still? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into this. So Holy. it's guided like verbally. So mm-hmm. you you close your eyes, you get into the position, and it's it, like you're allowed to move and stuff. Like you you have to be a fucking st- – I'm mean, sure someday you could be a statue once your body's strong enough to hold yourself in that position, but mine is not. It's no. like if we're not squatting or deadlifts, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so – you get in the position. And imagine, okay, and it's super fucking weird. I got her to record this actually, like the whole thing as a voice note. Oh, I thought you were gonna say video. I was like, I'd love to see that video of me. Yeah, no, there's no oh, video. Of so me good, I just want to see you uncomfortable as fuck for a minute. So I'm so supportive of your journey, but also like yeah. any any dig that we take at each 1, other is just it's our thing. It's I our mean, thing. I'm <laughs> proud of you, and I'm happy we're doing this. But like, if I could fucking uh, <laughs> laugh at my ass off at something that you you do during the journey, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So I get in the position. You sit up nice and straight with your with your heart open and your hands open for receiving the energies right and you breathe through your nose and you close your throat a little bit so that you can hear your breathing in your ear like but you're still breathing through your nose yeah okay. and it sounds like waves crashing okay we can get and on that's that. your that's your like audio cue that like i'm doing this correctly and it's mm. something that you fixate and focus on while it's happening to take your mind off the fact that like i have to i'm very uncomfortable right now <laughs> 
So you stuck in this ocean sound. It's very peaceful. And I was mm. like, whoa, this is like kind of nice. Were you outside? Were you inside? They inside, had like a little. It, it was like inside in the house. And, but the house is like big windows and like it's like a valley with the river in it and the oh. mountain like it was like a misty really, day really like picturesque. it was very tolkien <laughs> uh, tolkien yeah like mm. gandalf was out there with his car 100 yeah you got photos tiptoeing dude that valley's a magical place as it is period like with okay so shit. how long so you're sitting there you're doing just, your breathing yeah just here so okay i'm, I'm, I'm excited i'm fucking yeah, waiting so then they, she starts saying other shit. So she, and this is the one that Tremion almost giggled when she said it, it was, uh, imagine like the breathing that you're doing is filling your head like a balloon mm-hmm. and your, your head and your mind, <laughs> they drift off out into the universe and like your spinal cord is dangling from it. I was like, holy fuck, that's wild as shit. So I was sitting there like listening to my ocean breathing and I'm fucking head bobbing around through the universe and it works, man. Like, and it, I'm not saying like the whole time I was like, this is enlightenment, but like yeah. for a bit of it, I was like, oh shit. The mind stuff shut off and like, it was just me breathing and there was nothing. And it was like the nicest fucking thing. What do you I've mean? By, what do you I've mean been, by nothing? Like the monkey shut no off with talking, the symbol? There was no thinking about stuff. No. There was no being like, this is dumb. There was, Good. there was no nothing. I was just like, I was doing that. Yeah. And what she was telling me to do, and I was like going on the journey, and it was cool as shit. And uh, so, like, man, I'm in. Like, I that that got me. Like, and I mean, I sat there for a long time, like practicing trying to do this. It wasn't like great the whole time Mm -hmm. because eventually, like, my hands started to hurt, and like my hips were getting sore and shit. And you start, it kind of brings you back down from your little space voyage with your balloon brain. Yeah, but like you said, once you build your body tolerance up, I mean, you'll be able to go on your little space voyage all the time. Funny enough all that stretching and shit that they do yeah. is so that they can sit longer. Weird. Weird. Science. Yeah. Like you haven't gone on a journey like that sober ever. I don't think. <laughs> no. You got to usually yeah. ingest a lot of shit I to get do. that way. Yeah. There's a lot of some fucking. Oh, that's cool, DMT man. I'm glad pens. you did that. I like, I would go for sure. But that's, I mean, when we touched on meditation, it's like, obviously we need to be led through it. You and I are just going to sit yes. here on a yoga mat and. No, it, this is a hundred percent. I'm glad I didn't try to attempt this mm-hmm. without. Like somebody knows what the fuck they're doing and somebody like telling me how to do it. Yeah, like exactly. guiding me through it. So yeah. uh huge shout out Jess for uh, being like the yoga ninja of the year. Are we got uh, we gonna have Jess on the show? Jess is gonna come do an okay, uh, we like talked that. about when I was out there. Um mm-hmm. she has a lot of fucking really good stuff to say in general. Does she come to the house and can we do like a little meditation and then Yeah, that's do the, the plan. Do the show yeah, post meditation and see come, how we feel. Uh like in a couple weekends or something. Okay. Yeah, right. there's a, a bunch of them. Yeah, it's gonna get all the yogis. Be, we're just yoga ninja around the yeah. house, man. It's, it's cool. uh, I was talking to uh, Chica next door. Yeah, that I'm kind of seeing there. Uh, yoga Nidra, Nidra, Yoga uh, Nidra. That's what she does, yeah. and that's, that's and that's that like form of meditation. That you like lay on the ground, and she like opens her yes. palms up. There's, and stuff. Uh, there's a, surprisingly there is a fucking whole bunch of different kinds. I took some notes. While I, I was see. Out there. You, this is the most well prepared I've ever seen you come. <laughs> this is great, I know, right? Yeah. yeah, like the whole point of yoga is samadhi which is enlightenment Mm -hmm. that is the goal and there's paths of yoga for there's karma which is the yoga of action which we probably fucking really be needing to do right now is that the stretchy one they're all stretchy but they have their own different kinds okay then there's bhakti which is yoga of devotion and i've written down beside devotion here in brackets Anne hathaway you're gonna we're gonna do yoga for Anne Anne hathaway yeah Okay, like I think we've come far enough. Like this is episode four. I guess we talked about it for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think we need to let the viewers know why we are now worshiping Anne Hathaway. 
mainly you. Like I'm on board with it because I'm always going to support you because my brother. Yeah. But I think we need to kind of get it out there of this bad juju that started with Anne Hathaway and our segment that we tried to do on the OG podcast that okay. obviously is never going to air. So never, can you please so, hit me with what you did to Anne Hathaway? Well, I didn't do anything to Anne Hathaway. Hypothetically. Physically. So we did we, we, we did a segment on the old podcast before we kind of shifted gears to like Sober Town. And I said some stuff about Anne Hathaway that wasn't exactly really nice. And, it, you know, it was it was a joke, 100%. It was said, like, this is out of, like, from a completely comedic standpoint. It's jokes, right? I feel like ever since that happened, so many bad things have fucking happened to me. Like, you can attest to this. Like, that was the day yeah. that just the shit hit the fan mm-hmm. for weeks. Mm-hmm. And so now, yep. Anne Hathaway, like we discussed, I think it was in the last episode, she's a deity now and she's mm-hmm. worshipped in this home. So again, apologies, Anne Hathaway. And then that's why you. we always talk about Anne Hathaway. So um, going forward, at the end of every episode, there's a prayer for Anne Hathaway. And we'd love it if you guys would fucking join in with us because <laughs> it's going to happen every fucking week. Yeah. This podcast comes out on Wednesdays. And Wednesday is Anne Hathaway. Motherfuckers, don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. Don't you fucking forget it. So anyway, circling back, <laughs> Bhakti Yoga is the yoga of devotion for Anne Hathaway. It's being grateful and being rooted in gratitude and believing in something greater than yourself, which is Anne Hathaway. Nyana huh? is the yoga of knowledge and self-study. Like uh, that. So that's the one where you learn to find your highest self and what that guy looks like. So basically, who's the person you want to be? And this is how you get there. Studying the fucking is this the like proverbs a, and the ancient scriptures and shit and finding knowledge and wisdom and sculpting that person and always choosing the right-hand path that's going to like karmically fill you full of good things. Karmically. That's a word. That's, it's in sh- the dictionary. Did you look it up? I don't know, is it? Like, I don't know. I karmically. Like I don't know, because like you're, the, the, the word Zudum is just kind of stuck well, with me. Well, is not a word. Zudum's we not we a word. established that. Okay, getting back to what I want to ask. Is this like a... Like a graduated pay scale kind of thing with this, like you gotta like you gotta like hit one before you hit no, the other, uh, or you can just kind of free you, flow you, through this all of is it. Choose your own adventure. Oh, we like those. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then so there's four paths, and then there's eight limbs, and I don't I don't know anything about mm-hmm. much more than this. Like it, this is a whole thing. It's a lifestyle. Like, I thought it was hot. No, man, it's a lifestyle. Like, no, it's not a lifestyle. It's like a fucking religion. Well, like, there's ancient call it. scriptures yeah. and fucking, like, it is wild. Chica next door, man. She went to, like, India. Yeah, man. Like, full on. Yeah, like, certified. Get, everything, like, a whole man. Bunch of crazy wild ass shit going on there. So, so we're, we're getting into yoga. No, okay, see, I don't want to, like, get into yoga. The reason why I like a lot of principles of yoga is, I think, because, like, if you look at AA, the 12 steps is uh-huh. believe like surrendering to a, a higher power. And I don't like that. Like, no. I don't, you know me, like I don't, I'm, I, I don't like organized religion and <clears> I don't, I, it's not a good, no, that's not what this podcast is about. Yeah, exactly. You're agreeing with some of the practices they practice in yoga, right? And you're yes. trying to drag that into and a sober I feel, fucking adventure. Cause like what yoga does is it kind of gives you like the highest version of yourself. Mm-hmm that can be your higher power it's just the best version of you that you're striving to be so you're surrendering the power you have over your life right now mm-hmm. to be better yeah we like does that. that make sense yeah 100 it does yeah, of course so it does like we're not we're not going like body thing. of christ with it no, we're going we're Anne Hathaway. body body of jay we're going Anne hathaway oh, man. um so i mean that's why i kind of liked it and then 
also because of the meditation side. I mean, probably wouldn't be a bad idea for the boys to stretch once in a while. I think we should stretch, man. I'm yeah. like, I'm into it. Like, cause I've, I've heard nothing but good things about yoga. And like a lot of the sober people that I've met over the last like six months Big since we've been people. doing this, yeah. they're into yoga. Yeah. It was probably not that yoga, surprising. meditation, all that kind of stuff. And I'm into it, man. Like I'm, I would much rather do that than, you know, go to a shit ton of meetings or man. I honestly feel like I know that like last time we were like, Oh no, this is the time. But I feel like this is the time. I don't, I've never like, I've never like gone this far down a road with something mm. as I have this week. Like I went to learn yoga. Why would you say you learned yoga, learned how to meditate? I, I, I left the house, yeah. drove four hours for the purpose of learning yoga for two days. If I that's didn't what learn, we got to do, that's what I we got to do. I did not learn all of yoga, obviously. Yeah, but you had a you had But a I've sampling. never fucking gone hard on something like that ever. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you, we drive four hours to hit last call at number five orange. Yes, but that's previous. not a positive outlet. And that's what I'm saying. But now we're changing. So now you're <laughs> channeling that good so, energy that you have when I you mean, fixate on shit. That was good. I like that. And I'm excited that like she can... I have the thing. Like, if you want to try it, I have like no, her we'll recording, sure. yeah. and uh, then she's gonna come down. She's gonna rip a show with us, and then and we can do the fucking thing in person, right? Yeah. And she'll teach us how to stretch like a bunch of fucking hooligans. It's gonna be hilarious. Like really? we're gonna be so. Can, good I, can I bust out my like cheetah print tights? You have to. I, I kind of have to. That's. I'm gonna get some myself. You should. I'm gonna go. See I think bread. I got another pair actually. You have two cheetah print. No, I don't think they're cheetah prints, but I do have another pair of tights today to rock at Shambhala. All right, I'm gonna get some mm -hmm. zebra print ones. I feel like that's my shit. I think I'm just going to rip a pod in those from now on. It's my safe place. Is that our new pod clothes? Tights? Shoot a print tights. Maybe like a bikini top? Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> Look at nice little butterfly bikini top. You're fucked. I love it. So oh, yeah, this is probably that, one of my, fa my favorite things I've ever seen of you. Uh, that was, a, I, won't, I, I don't want to say it was a dark time because it was a great time. So yeah, I mean, dude, okay, honestly, whatever. So all the viewers out there, it's Shambhala. Yes, there's a music festival called Shambhala. I have been going to Shambhala for 15 years, pretty much straight. And I used to say like, oh, hey, this is my release. I worked so hard over the year. Shambhala is an amazing, wonderful arts festival that is probably the most beautiful gathering of people I've ever seen in my entire life. Fair. It is. And it, I, I got mad respect to the Bunchy family. They do a fucking great job, great production. Uh, 25th anniversary is coming up this year. Is it a drug fest? Sure. It's all what you make of it. My Shambhala for years. Are you going to go next year? Sober? No. No. no, you no not. That's well, not a, actually, you know what though, man? I was... I was. I feel like that'd be pretty fucking. I think. Ballsy. I think I could do it. What? Listen. Fair. I, I have faith. I in have. You. I've talked to a couple of people who in my like my Sham family because like, that's what it's called. Yeah. I'm aware. Um. You know. I'm like, hey man, I'm getting sober. Blah 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 blah. And they're like, well, you're gonna come to this 25th anniversary. Like, you know, we'd love to see you there, Kev. Like, you know, you're. In a, I've been going 15 years, man. It's like, I got yeah. a huge friend group there. The thought of doing Sean Walsh sober 10 years ago would never happen for me. No. No. But I am interested to see because the contrast in life now that we're sober or trying to get sober on our journey to sober. We're practicing sobriety. You're, you're picking up beauty in different areas of life that I wouldn't normally notice because I was drunk and high. Fair. So I think going there sober, I think I would have a completely different experience than when I was fucked up. Yeah. which might be cool to see. And is it still an amazing festival? Absolutely. The music's the same. The grounds are the same. The people are the same. For sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see when we get there. That's a long time away. I, I got a lot of, of self-work that I need yeah. to do to prep myself if I'm going to take on something like that. That's fair. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like one step at a time. That's it. I mean, it's, you know, like you said a little while ago, it's like, you know, I'm never going to, I'm not going to say I'm never going to drink again, but I ain't going to drink today. So. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's the best that we can do mm -hmm. at this point. So do you want to dive into... Meditation. Shutting off the brain chatter mm -hmm. so that we can fucking do work on our brain. Yeah. 
Reprogramming. Yeah, reprogramming, mm-hmm. trying to do the work. Spending an hour a day with your suffering to see what's causing it, like really actually causing it. Is he asking you to like, are you just doing it mentally or are you writing it down? See, that that's why I wanted to talk to this. Thank you for bringing that up. No. So basically you take like a pen and a paper and you write down everything that you carry with you that you're ashamed of, embarrassed of, that you've done, that you've wronged people, like all the fucking shitty things that you've ever done. Write them the fuck down and then burn the piece of paper and you have a little burn ceremony. So it's like a like a physical ceremony of you releasing garbage that you carry around in your life. One, I thought that was just absolutely fucking beautiful. Did she, did you come up that like is that her thing? Or no, did she I think kind of picked I think that it's up like from a somewhere. Thing. It's a thing, thing. Yeah, and uh, she's done it. She said that you know because she's also had her like dependency problems and, right. and the party lifestyle and, and the mm-hmm. whatever and. You know, she's like moved on with her with her life. I even talked to B about doing the burn ceremony, and he was like, "I I've done it," and he's like, "And I just did one like a week ago for some shit that I might have missed the first time." Yeah, I'm you know I'm I mean? I'm ninety percent sure that you and I didn't get everything in this no, four pages that we wrote. But like, do you want to do you want to talk about what that was like writing stuff like that down? Yeah. So I mean, I did that today. Yeah. You you messed like I was I, I was this morning. I was home on the island um, seeing my folks, which was a great trip. We'll get into that later. And you messaged me. You said, "Hey man, like I think we should do this." So I kind of started taking notes on my phone, and the the phone was kind of easy ish because I was just kind of skimming it, and I kind of touched it up this morning on my on my drive home, and it was just it felt like texting, so I wasn't really taking it too much in. And then I got home and you made me sit down at the counter to write it out, man. And like as soon as I had that pen in my paper, and I, I was actually writing out letter by letter. And each letter, I was reliving like every second of that shit thing that I did to someone or myself or my family or my friends. And man, there's stuff on there like I've never told anyone. And oh, I, yeah. will, I will never tell anyone never. that it's going to the grave with me, man. But like, to the grave, yeah. Man, even talking about it now, like, you know, it chokes me up. I mean, the fact that you could even be that person. I know. And actually have physically done that shit. Yeah. And just walked on from it. Dude, Not, and, like, and that's the just, thing is like... That, and then I just kept doing it. Yeah. And doing it. 100%. Like, what the fuck? I know. And uh, honestly, I feel like that's why we've never been able to fully mm-hmm. move on and fucking start rebuilding in like a better way is because... Like, think about how hard that was to get out of you like oh, that. Oh, and I was in tears. You are fucking carrying that around yeah. with you every gut, whether you're thinking about it every day or not, yeah. it's in there. Well, there's there's a couple on there, and I told you I'm not going to say it on the air. Yeah, no, of course but, not. you know what I mean? There's the, the one of them in there, man, has been weighing on me for seven years now. Like, yeah. hard, man. I think about 100%. it every time. And that's like that's the one that creeps up and is like that heartburn level 5,000, and it's just gurgling in there man yeah and that and that's when i get the calling and i'm like well this is creeping up so let's 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 try to shut this thing down it's when things are already bad it's enough to tip the scale that's it and as soon as i'm in that headspace man so yeah no i'm I'm interested tonight man we're so you know we wrote these letters we're gonna go out to the beach tonight and we're gonna burn them say a couple words i guess probably have a dart (laughs) quick (laughs) dart quick dart but i mean okay so like just not to leave this topic but to Mm -hmm. like spin it back into the other one like have you ever done this no no are you fucking serious not even close man this is the farthest we've ever gone down a path to this, be better and i've I, never done a tenth of this amount of work when i was like working on myself working on myself used to be i'm going to go to the gym and try not to drink 
I not, break up with your girlfriend. Break up with my girlfriend. Yeah. No introspection in my own mind. No trying to dig up the root problem. No. Not even t- talking to someone. Exactly. Let alone going outsourcing to therapy or to meetings. Yeah. Or even inviting my, you know, my inner circle, you know, like Jess or Chica or, you know, whoever. Like in- inviting them to even offer up insight to try and help. No. Because I was, you know, and I'm not bringing it back to my old man, but I was raised in the culture. It was like, you got a problem, sort it out. Yeah. And don't be a pussy yeah, about it. And, and don't uh, be yeah, a pussy about shut it. Shut the fuck up. It's it. Uh, men don't cry. Men don't. Yeah, and men don't need to ask for help. But man, like unpacking, since we've kind of been going on this journey, man, and like actually doing work on yourself and admitting to yourself that you you have fucking problems and you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. That's a huge part, man. 100%. And like, thank fuck that you and I are living. I didn't ever think I'd ever say this at 40. <laughs> thank God I have a roommate at 40. Man, it's but like, like you, dude, you could you imagine, you man? You here for the last couple of days. That like, was, uh, it was rough, eh? It was rough. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's, normally it would never be. It's just... It's that where we're at right now, like where, like you want to talk about the night terrors? We, we fuck. Have I just ever had night terrors lately? Mm-hmm. The night terrors have been a thing. Yeah, and like, a I'm not, like I'm not. I'm not scared. I don't get me wrong. I don't like scary movies. You like scary movies, so my head isn't really filled with all that. But I mean, dude, I was going to bed and I was having dreams that I was getting shot and I was dying, and I was like, I couldn't get to you know like family members that were hurt and shit, and I kept waking up like throwing punches and shit. Yeah, I, and that's I where we're at after coming down. I, like I fuck. sat up in bed and went no because my Jeez. curtain was a man, but it wasn't. It, was it wasn't a, a man. Curtain. And then I had another one where there was somebody laying beside me, and I was laying. There oh, that's going, like, so creepy. Why man. is there's like nobody should be yeah. laying here? And then I was like, finally, like, okay, I'm gonna check who it is, and then I put my hand over the head was, yeah. and then there was nobody there now. But there was definitely somebody there up to that point. Oh, that's so creepy. Um, man. To put into perspective, even last night I went to bed. I made it about ten minutes in my room in the dark by myself. And the only one in the house. And I was like, nope, not nope, today. Not today. And I went back to the couch and I just fell asleep like two hours later yeah. watching TV with the light on. And uh, so that's the kind of sleeps that have been I've only I've only really had them me. once, man. I was, uh, I was living with my sister in Edmonton and I was coming off like a hard bender. And I was like, you know, I'm sleeping on her like, office room floor i had a, i had these night terrors that like that girl from the ring was like coming at me of course you did. and all that was in my grain you know when you get like hyper fi- fixated on something when you're hungover yep. all, this was all it was the girl is dead she's in your bed the girl is dead she's in your bed oh that's and horrible the, dude it kept repeating and repeating so now my sister messes with me she looks at me she's like goosebumps. the girl is dead she's in your bed oh, the girl perfect. is dead she's in your bed so my sister fucks with me all the time but like yeah, if that's where we're at teeth. and then you you still do drugs I know you are literally it, it, having it night terrors and hallucinations and we're going to go back and do it. No, we're not. Why? Well, no, we're not. But you, like we, we have we for the did. last 20 years. It, it just, like that's asinine. Honestly, just like you said, uh, the last time I had like sleep paralysis and night terrors was after Canada day. Yeah, and what absolutely. was, what was uh, before Canada day? Bender. Six day bender. Mm. And I fucking wake up seizing Ugh. and just screaming around and I fucking, I, I couldn't sleep. I'd sleep like an hour or two a night and mm. like they're full of nightmares and it's just, <clears throat> it's fucking dog shit. It's a dog shit fucking way to live. It's a dog shit way to not be able to sleep. It's a dog shit life to fucking be that miserable. It's a dog shit fucking life to be physically ill to be depressed, to not want to see your friends, to is fucking terrible, man. Like I'm just, I'm done. It amazes me that it's taken us this long to get here. Well, it's better late than fucking never. Fucking right, man. We end up in a ditch. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So the girl is dead. She's in your bed. Dude, that's fucking wild. <laughs> dude, that's, it was fucked, that's man. fucking it's absolutely terrible. wild to me. The girl is dead. She's in your bed. The girl is dead. She's in your bed. Now that's gonna go through my head when I try to sleep every fucking night. Now, Sorry. so thanks for that. Daddy's home. I'm, I'm just <laughs> down the hall, man. I'm just down, down the hall. But it's coming for the little snug giraffe legs over for a little fucking <laughs> yes. big spoon action. A little snuggle. Go, I'll touch on writing the list. So like we fucking you did yours today. It mm. was a fucking tough time for you. I did mine this morning. It was the first thing that I did when I woke up this morning was I wrote my list. And I was going to do it last night, but I was dreading it and I was putting it off. And you were coming home today and we were going to do this thing. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, like we don't put off things anymore. Growth hurts, period. It's just the way it is. So now we we move forward. We, we plow through it. So I sat down in that fucking thing. I started writing that fucking list out, man. And that was the worst, most painful, uncomfortable fucking thing I've ever done is not only do you have to like go back through your mind purposely thinking of shitty things you've done, I made myself say them out loud and write them down. Mm. Like, and not just like a broad stroke, like the bad thing you did to blah, 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 like specifically what you fucking did. Yeah. And then I gave each one of them like a moment of let that you sink in. You gave it a little moment of silence, Let each that one? fucking sink in, motherfucker. Read what you just wrote down. That's a thing Ooh. that you did in real life. Like you're not getting off easy on this. And then some of the things that I did, you know, a lot of them are to like the same people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're, I, you're repeat offenders. I'm a repeat. Yeah, like well, I, I had yeah, a girlfriend well, and I did these shitty things to her. Same. I had a, a buddy and I did these shitty. I mean, things I kept picturing so, their faces and shit. Oh too. yeah, hundred percent. As you yeah. should. This is a big deal. I think it should be treated as such. If you want it to have the, if it's going to carry the weight that it needs yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. So I made myself apologize to some of them, like in real life. Like I fucking phoned a few people, I text Good. messaged a few people, and I made myself fucking apologize. And I fully agree because that that is one of the steps of AA is you know apologizing. We could call this the "We're fucking sorry" hour, and like literally just have a new guest in every five minutes. And be like, I'm sorry, I did this. There'd to be you. a lineup out the door. It would be never ending. Mm. There's not enough minutes in the world to yeah, have this fucking not. show do that. Sorry, all the ex girlfriends. So sorry. <laughs> so so sorry. They don't care. I know they don't, but like, you know, a couple of them have reached out, like, cause since we posted our first one online, um, I've had a couple reach out, man. And like, it, it's honestly, it's, it's heartwarming to hear that they're supportive of you. And a lot of them are like, what the fuck took you so long? I, but I, I'm happy you're finally doing it. I find that I'm getting a big mix. I'm getting like hard one side. People are like, basically about time. Yeah. I'm fucking proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. And then the other half are like, well, that's not the kind of person I want to associate with. Yeah, and, and that's the kind of people we don't need to associate exactly. with. And I know. And it's been good because it's like we talked about, you have friends that you're going to keep through this because they'll support you. And you have friends that you're going to lose because they're shit and they want to stay that way and they want to drag you back down with them. Yep. And it's, they're just hardlining the sand for you. And that's okay. And if you if you don't want to talk to me anymore because... I said some shit on a podcast that the whole purpose of it is to be brutally honest for once in our fucking lives yep. while we do the work that is necessary to be the kind of people that we should be. Yep. Man, fuck you, bro. Yeah. The fuck out then. Nope. Go find a guy that won't tell you the truth and, and won't just going to hide work. shit from you like we exactly. did for fucking years. You exactly. want you want to date old you Kevin? You want to date a reformed motherfucker? Mm. Do you wanna, and yeah. it's not even about I'm not even saying people that want to date cuz I'm not like, I don't think we dating anybody right no. now. I mean, fucking for a long time, especially like after after the fucking spewing black zombie movie poison out of my pores and eyes and mouths 
for like 12 hours today while I wrote that list and screamed around yeah. in the gym and emotionally fucking unavailable. screamed to myself in the mirror and fucking just dripped venom and <laughs> it was so fucked man like and it you was had, you had a fucking day today, I had a fucking, you had day, a fucking day but day, you dog. know what I've never felt as good as I feel right that's now that's good I feel very released and I think that like the big ice on the case is going to be this fire thing tonight and yeah, I think that's going to be the last bit to let go of good so I, I will, uh, there, aside from a prayer once a day for Anne Hathaway, which we'll get to at the end, it's going to be our ending. You just wait, motherfucker. I got a fucking prayer for Anne. You went off on the You know me, son. If we're going to do something, it's I'll get the candelabras out in a second and light them bitches up for this. Did you actually get candles? No. Oh, I actually got candles in my room, man. We'll get the next time. Smoke tiki wood. So we talk about B all the time. Yep. B. He's. I, I was trying to get him on this week, but he's. Uh, he was really sick, and he's got little kids, and they're really sick too. So his house is fucking. That yeah. motherfucker needs some time. Patience, and that's cool. Like it, and so you know, no rush to the bro or nothing. Uh, but I'm so fucking. Excited. I feel like he's gonna be a two parter when it happens. Like that's Absolutely. gonna be a big one. Like, well, man, he, he's he's the mentor. He is. He's you know, uh, so, 2016 is when he started his little Which is journey. damn respectable because he but, was living with you. Yeah, Brandon is. And I'm, I don't, I'm never going to say anything uh, about OB because that, that's not my place to. No, for sure. Um, but he's been there was what I'm he saying. He has. And he, and he knows better than anybody where we were at, where we're headed and how to get there and like what it's going to be like doing so. So he's been the best for me through this. So uh, I was talking to him today because I was having a fucking wild day with this releasing and then trying to get the shit out on meditation so i text him and i was like dude when you were like in sober did you ever like sit there and cry for 12 hours uncontrollably for no reason <laughs> and he's like yeah and i was like fuck that sucks and he he wrote me this big paragraph about emotion and it's mm-hmm. like emotion and what is this energy that's in motion so you need to get it out of you like the fucking pain sadness whatever and, and that's how you release it and he made a really good analogy was uh like if you look at a little kid like a baby or a little kid like they fall down they cry for two seconds they get up and it's gone they auto release they auto release they right? pressure release it's in out. it's out boom yeah, done i dealt on. with it unpacked it it's gone that's a great it's analogy. over exactly this fucking that's all this guy does is just spit beautiful Hit. lines of words out. i was on the drive home today and I, I had to pull over and i got a little choked up yeah i know because i was I, sending you a bunch of shit he said and you're like i can't read this right now <laughs> so then i pulled over yeah. and i read it and i'm sitting there in this and it's you know i, I love snow like i love with winter and everything so i'm sitting in there little snowy little time it's snowy little time and i'm reading this the quotes that these guys are putting that he's putting up man like that is beautiful yeah he's a smart i didn't think i was gonna man. be one for the quotes dude quotes are really i love them the quotes are what's really like nailing that coffin can you, lid can down you, for this. can you elaborate on what we, he said? yeah we're getting there so I, I found what he said about the emotion thing just like fucking bang on like nail on the head like everything that he always says to me is he's like how was your meditation and i said man like i, I got a little bit of taste of like some peace from it and I want that enlightenment. He said, you don't need enlightenment. You've always had it. You just need to remember how. Because you are a spirit having a human experience. And humanity has taught you to forget enlightenment. And then, I know, I was just like, oh, what the fuck? Did, where does and he, just hold he, on, okay, I'm not right, done. Right. And then the little three little, I'm typing dots kept going. And I'm like, oh, there's more. And he says, fuck, I, I fucking don't even know if I'll be able to say this out loud. It's just profound as fuck to me for some reason. Enlightenment is when the wave realizes it is the ocean. 
that's not real. Did he make that's that up? Not, I can't see it. But where it. is he getting I his gold? No. It's amazing. That is, it's beyond amazing. That's the most prolific thing I've ever. Fucking, and that's what he said too. He's like, Dalai Lama doesn't even know he's that. He's like, read that 50 times, bitch, and tell me it doesn't hit you in the chest, every one of them. And then he says that after. Yeah. Oh, he's full Buddha he and then is. he's full gangster. Yeah, he is. And that's why we love B. Because we love B will just drop the most beautiful call in the world and be like, yeah, suck that dick, bitch. <laughs> I meant like, that's the one that I, I pulled over and I read it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, like my fucking chest sank. Yeah, like, man, man, that I is did, some beautiful uh, shit. Was, and you're talking like two tattooed biker dudes. Yeah, man. And we're talking about being enlightened. Yeah. I love it. That's where we're at. Change like, is I, fucking tell great. Tell me we don't need some fucking enlightenment right now. You've always had it. It's always been in you. It's just didn't even know that it was a thing, I guess. Let's talk about your fucking trip home. So trip was good, man. Um, went home, saw my mom and my dad. Spent a lot of time with my dad, which was great. Had some really good bonding with him. Hit the gym every day. And I was kind of just telling him that, you know, Jane, I got a podcast now. This is what we're talking about. I don't know if I'm ready for you guys to listen to it yet because it's pretty raw and it's pretty real. That's fair. And there's a lot going on that you probably don't want to hear. But <laughs> I want fair. I want to sit you down. So they took me out for dinner. And I was getting like a little emotional, obviously, because I mean, it's the first time in a while that my parents are actually like looking at me in the eye and saying like, wow, like you're actually doing really well. Trying. You're trying, You're trying right? Trying. Like we we knew that this day was going to come for you. We're happy it's finally here, and we're like, my mom kept saying, she's like, I've never seen you in such a good headspace, which That's was awesome. which was great. And then you know we get into talking, and I wasn't going to sugarcoat anything with them. I'm like, listen, I got to apologize for you know lying to you guys, hiding from you guys, hiding drugs from you guys, hiding alcohol from you guys, showing up fucked up, yeah, man, and always saying that I had a cold when yeah. I didn't because yeah. I was up doing bangers. So you know. We came, we covered a lot of ground. It was good. Um, my dad started getting kind of choked up, obviously. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's not easy for a father to hear that no, their man. son's going I, through it, that and stuff. And for, well, going through it, but I mean, I bet you probably most of the, like, getting teared up was probably, like, he's happy. He's like, happy, he's but he was fine. also, like, you know, he was he was kind of taking it on the, on himself a lot. He's like, what could I have done better? Like, where did I fail you? Fair. Not, well, it's not. It's not. It and that's to why I told so Mike Pop, like, you know, I love you, man. Like, you guys were great parents and, like, yeah, I got fucked up along the way. Sure. Like we had a move, a big move when I was younger that kind of fucked me up moving from the States to Canada and kind of shit. And, you know, and I was like, dad, like, I don't want you to put this on your shoulders. This wasn't you. Like, this is a conscious decision that I made that I was going to just keep going with this lifestyle. Like I, I decided to try that. I decided to keep drinking. I decided to keep drinking. Yeah. Right. I decided to keep fucking up and having you guys bail me out and not learning a lesson. Yeah. You know, so that was good. I mean, we had, man, we had some really good talks, man. It was so I saw some other people um, kind of had some closure with my ex over there, which was good. Yeah, that's um, good. You know, it's, and it's just this new path that we're on. Like I needed to apologize to her. I needed to apologize to my parents. Uh, I saw a couple other homies that I haven't seen for a long time. And they're like, yo, dude, you're sober. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm working on it. I don't want to say I am. And it's remarkable. Like we, we talked about it earlier, but like, dude, there's a lot of people that are getting sober now. Yeah. There's a lot. I think we're at that age. that is just like, we're there. We're just the last guard. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Like we're, we're, everybody we're, else dropped the fuck off. We were, hold, we were holding the Alamo for yeah, the last second. Yeah, we are here. definitely holding the Alamo. Um, but yeah, I told you when I got home. So I mean, the trip was great. Parents, I love you. Um, they're really happy, which is great. I just keep. I, I hope I can keep continuing down this path because seeing my parents actually like happy to see me for once. Yeah, I'm sure they're always happy to see me, but you know, actually proud and you know just stoked that I'm doing actually good. Yes. Instead of like, how's work? Works great. How's so-and-so? Yeah, she's great. How's how's Jake? Yeah, he's great. Okay, good. How's your Harley? He's great. Okay, good. Bye. That's yeah. how it used to be. But yeah. now we actually have like context and we're actually talking yeah, about stuff. Well, you're also like a lot more present in that conversation. Now oh, yeah, too. for sure. The weird one that actually kind of stuck out with me and I told you this when I got home was catching the ferry. Yeah. Sober. 
not hungover. First, first, first ferry ride, ferry ride, probably ever. that I can even remember that I got out of my vehicle, went up to the upper deck, had breakfast, like a sit down breakfast, like a sit down breakfast with orange like juice. A grown's and, up. Yeah, like a grown's up. Holy and I wasn't fuck. dry heaving. I wasn't like hiding in the back of my truck, <laughs> rocking and being like, I'm never doing that ever again. Yeah. So it was good, man. I had a really good drive back. Um, do you know what's a positive thing? The last yeah. time that you did that, you told yourself you're never going to do that again. You weren't lying to yourself. No, I'm not. Yeah. We like that. Bought myself a nice ring. Kind of signalized, symbolized that I'm never going back to that person ever again. We like that. Marriage. So, you're married to your determination. I'm, no, I'm married to myself. No, because I'm working on myself. Fair. Right? That's it, man. I, like, I deserve it. Like, you deserve it too. Like, how many how many years have we spent building up other people and helping out other people and negating ourselves? 100%, man. Stop, and I've been pushing off. watering what doesn't water you. Yes. Work. I've been pushing off my own problems for so fucking long now that now they've kind of come to a head. I think that's also another reason that, like, we congratulate ourselves a little bit because, like, I'm 0% interested in fucking dragging somebody else's life into my bullshit. Well, I don't want to congratulate ourselves yet because the last time we congratulated each other, we fell off the wagon. The, the timing just wasn't right. No, it wasn't. It wasn't rock bottom yet. That was rock bottom? Has to be. That was, I fucking hope so. <laughs> I fucking hope so, man. I'm never going to say we're peeking out of the dumpster again. No, you see what I mean? <laughs> we're saying Hathaway fucking prayer, man. Yeah. The drive home actually was pretty good. I mean, and I was coming across the bridge and I'm like, man, it's gorgeous here, but you're kind of seeing it in a different light. And I was actually excited to come home. Yeah. Like pumped because I knew that we were going to talk. Uh, we got some meetings coming up this week. We got some people that are going to be on the show. Yeah, and it was just like, I'm just, I'm finally feeling. We got a barbecue. We got a barbecue. Oh, oh the barbecue was boys. home. Pretty good boys. Oh, best yeah. boys. There's the best boys. Today has been a very serious day on here. I think that maybe we should tell one funny story. Because if nothing else, we've been through some shit. 100%. And it's you, fucking I, funny. Can't, I can't stress enough that we yeah. need at least a little bit of funny. What are we doing? Episode. Dildo deliveries. Oh, Fuck, that was a good day. <laughs> fuck, that was a fucking good goddamn day. I haven't really told too many people about this. This is the first time I've seen you light up with a big smile like that in fucking a while, but I I'm mean, glad I could bring that smile <laughs> to your face with some dildo delivery. It's just, it, the fucking, J&K fucking dildo deliveries, Jesus bitch. Jesus Christ. Call me up. Okay, so I'm going to break this down for you real quick. Back in the day, a long, long, long time ago, when me and fucking Kevin were pieces of shit, I was kind of seeing this girl. She came out to see me at my fucking place one time. And she was just fucking right twisted up and I was not because I had stayed home. So it was very, very uncomfortable. And I didn't know her well enough to be like, this is a fucking super dope thing that I'm into right now. So I slept on my own couch while she fucking cocaine ferried around my bedroom till the wee hours of the morning just because it was, it was gross. Mm-hmm. So she goes home the next day. I noticed this cloth shopping bag sitting inside the bed. So I'm like, what the fuck's in here? And it was the biggest goddamn vibrator I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it was like a 36 inch. You didn't, you didn't notice that when she was coming through the door? No, it was in a bag. And I p- pulled it out like it was like Excalibur. Like Shring. it was so big, dude. And it was like so big it couldn't be battery operated. So I had like a hard line oh, no. plug in cord on it. How long was the cord? Not very long, like maybe two feet. But the funniest thing about the length of the cord is, wow, this is really short. Let's see if it would even reach the bed. So I plugged it into the plug-in. It wouldn't even have reached the bed. I would have had to go get an extension cord. Or you need like a Jenny. Fucking mood killer. Dude, could you imagine? Like, let me run to the garage and get an extension cord for this. And then you're just unwinding an extension cord naked in your room and she's sitting there just waiting? Just (laughs) fucking swaying around (laughs) for Hold on one second, one second. It's a a hundred footer. It's going to take a minute. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, it was fucking wild. I've never seen anything like it. I've also never seen one that's that big before. And it's not like one of those ones that's shaped like an anatomical dick. 
It's like the it's, weird with the ball. It's on like the RoboCop end. stick. The ro- Hitachis or whatever they call it. No, you it's know? like the wand, isn't it? The wand. But it's it's the made, wand? they used to be called Hitachis before they were like, these are vibrators. They were like massage wands that Hitachi made. Like the Hitachi makes excavators? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah, they make like they drills make vibrators? And vibrators too, I guess. What's the hydraulic pressure rating on that? 25 KPA. Well, that's the thing. This thing probably had like fucking 900 speeds. Like it was just. How many f- speeds do you need? I don't know. I find this fucking thing. It's wild as shit. So when she texts me, like, can you just like, bring me back that stuff that I love? I was like, oh, was it just the world's most massive sized vibrator or was there some other shit that you left here? And she's like, no, it's just that. <laughs> so I jump in with you. And I was like, I got to bring this broad backward fucking giant vibrator. So me and you being the me and you that we are, we're waving it around in the truck fucking <laughs> like a light. Like assholes. And turns out you have a suitcase full of fucking vibrators in your truck from a different woman sure at the did. same time. Sure Would did. you like to care to elaborate on that? Yeah. So I went to a friend's house and I was staying in an Airbnb. So I was like, Hey, like I got an Airbnb for the night. And I guess she was just under the assumption that she was coming and she comes toting out and a little pencil skirt. And she's got this pink suitcase. I'm like, what's in there? She's like, it's the, it's the tickle trunk. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm good on the tickle trunk. She hopped in the truck enough for me to get like, you know, a whiff of her and she smelled like booze, but I guess she left her gigantic bag of dildos in the truck. How do you forget? How do you exit without the big giant? Well, she probably hadn't slept yet. I don't know, but either way you and I end up doing dildo deliveries on a Wednesday. Yeah. So we go, we go to drop mine first. So I text her like, Hey, I'm here. She's like, I'll be out in two minutes. So me and Kevin look at each other. And we plug the motherfucker into the inverter in the truck and I turn it on and just hang it outside the window. So she comes out and this 36-inch Hitachi fucking nuclear-powered fucking vibrator is just fucking the body. Like giving your quarter panel on your truck body damage. Like, it was. Like you could hear this motherfucker like it was a jackhammer on a construction site. So she comes out, sees it, looks at me, looks past me, sees Kevin's stupid fucking smiling face in the background. It, I've never seen a human being look that well, And can in you blame her, her defense, I'd have been mad too, mm. but what the fuck would you You don't expect? leave that at someone's house, man. Yeah. Especially the boys. Yeah. Like, we're immature as shit. We were immature as shit. I'm still pretty immature. It's the fucking story. Is I was so, I, honestly, I was sober when I did that. I, I honestly that totally right forgot sober. that we fucking did that. Yeah, well, I mean, I got I got away a little easier. I just chucked the suitcase out of the truck at the front door. Yeah, you did. That Nikki Nikki. You should have left it open. No, like unzipped it and no, just left it in front of the door. Fucking <laughs> fuck. Yeah, well, sometimes you got to deliver some dildos, boys. You know, a nice little Wednesday. Yes, yeah, so we'll call, call, call it Hump Day for Wednesday. a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anne Hathaway. We are gathered here today on the most holiest of days. Anne Hathaway. Once a day, we give thanks to Anne Hathaway. We once made marks on your behalf, but then soon after, we felt your wrath. We burned and learned to cherish your ways. Now every day, we give thanks to Anne Hathaway. Praise be to Anne. Praise be to Anne. Next week on J.
just one beer. But I can make more goddamn grown decisions, and I made a real bad goddamn grown decision that day. Yeah, I got ugly I'm not saying don't fuck people, and I'm not saying don't jack your dick off. Ah, ah semantics. You can't just say ah, semantics. That's, I can say semantics every time. We need a fucking dictionary. The fact that you and I have been walking around palms open all fucking day. Oh. goes, more of my sweet bowl of cheese. And we'll yeah. sell squares. And, and it's like fucking ADHD, OCD. We're to get like shoehorned in. Love the good shoehorn. I was terrible, man. I was a shitty employee. Content contained is for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by the host guests or any individuals associated with this podcast are fictional and in no way admissions of guilt or confirmation of actions. All characters, events, and incidents portrayed in this podcast are purely fictional. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.